Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Really, Riley? 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 <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Well, hey there, beloveds. Happy Friday. Hopefully you had a great week. I am in the grandest of moods because Mother Nature decided to stop being a little and bring the sun out today. I swear it's like lifeblood. It's like 70 degrees and sunny and the wind is not gusting near my house. I am happy, Riley. So I wanted to talk to you guys uh, this week about something I call the beginner's mindset. So if you're new here to this podcast, this is where I talk about all things mom, all things relationships, marriage, fashion. I do reviews with the fave fives. Fitness is one of my all-time favorite passions, and that's kind of where I'm going with this podcast today. So a lot of times people will hit me up on Instagram asking me like, hey, Riley, I see you know you doing all these great things in the gym and keeping up with your fitness goals post baby number two. He's 14 months old now. And I think in my mind, I am stronger and better than I was before I had him, which makes me really proud. Um, uh, but people are always asking me like, how do you do it? I don't know that I could ever do that. Can you give me some hints, some steps? So backstory, I have been seriously working out like training um, bodybuilder style-esque and functional movements, you know, cardio infused, um, for five years now. And obviously, um, the better part of a year of that I was pregnant, worked out every single day. Well, not every single day, every single week, two to three times a week up until four days before I gave birth, which I'm real proud of that too. Um, I've always been an active person. When I was younger, I did ballet for 10 years. I did cheerleading. I did gymnastics. You know, I was always very active. Then when I went, I went to college for like two years. So I don't really count it. But around that time where they were talking about that stupid freshman 15, which I hate that phrase, I got it. Now I am right now currently, um, you know what? No, I'm not going to do the whole weight thing. I don't like that. I don't really care about the weight. I'm 5'2 and a half on a good day. I have a small frame. I've always had a more petite size. And I had it in my head for the longest time that if I wasn't said size, something was wrong. And it was the scale that always hit me. You know, like at one point I was 106 flipping pounds and that was too much for me. Like what? Um, But it wasn't until... You know, like I started gaining a lot of weight because obviously I wasn't in cheerleading or dance anymore. It was after high school, after college, and I started not blowing up, but gaining weight faster than I would have liked. And I was not working out like muscle training then at all. At best, I would have like freak out weeks that I would go run and, you know, diet, which I didn't even really do that to lose weight. Like 
I crept up to a certain weight after, and not right after I had my son. Like, I stayed at that heavier weight that I didn't like, which now I'm like, what are you talking about, Riley? From those college freshman 15 days up until I had my son. And then I lost a lot of weight because I was breastfeeding. I was real stressed out. I was a single mom and I was good with that. But then when things slowed down a little bit in terms of like not sleeping or whatever, I came here to DC when he was a year old and I got bigger than I had ever been. And not even just bigger, but I just didn't feel good. I was like bloated looking. I was drinking all the time. I just was not happy with me. And I thought in my head that losing the weight, not building muscle, not getting strength mentally and physically where I am now, losing the weight was going to be the thing that was going to make me happy. Now, I decided to start training at Sport and Health, where I still train today. And all my trainer then, he's, he was my trainer for two years, and now one of his predecessors is my trainer as well. Like, it's a whole family thing in there. Asked me, what's your goal weight? I was like, I want to get to where I was before baby. So before I had said I maintained that that heavier weight for um, the time up until I had my son, and I want to correct myself. No, I was in that heavier weight in the freshman 15, and then I blew up, and then I started taking Fetamine, which is so unhealthy for me, and obsessing, running all the time, not eating as much, counting calories, all that stuff. So I was like this certain weight. And it's hard for me to tell you guys about this because I don't want you to focus on the number at all because I think that's bullshit. But it's hard for me to describe it to you without giving the weight, but I'm committed to like not going there. Um, I hit what I thought was closer to what weight I wanted before pregnancy. And then when I told my trainer, what's my goal? I want to get to my pre-baby weight. He kind of just smiled at me because my former trainer, Nathan, was a very, very regimented trainer, very hard hitter, very will get you to your motherfucking goals. And he did. So in that time, in the first parts of me working out, like strength training with kettlebells, with dumbbells, I'd never picked up more than like a five pound dumbbell. You know, I'd taken one kettlebell class before where I picked up like a 56 pound kettlebell and I was dying. I mean, now some of the ones that I play with are like 76 pounds, 86 pounds, 90 pounds, you know, and that didn't happen overnight. I call that the beginner's mindset. So when people DM me all the time, they're like, I could never do that. I'm like, yeah, you could. Right now you have that beginner's mindset. Shift it a tad. Like, I kind of miss the beginner's mindset in a sense of it's like this pure point where the world is your oyster. There's like no um, injuries yet. Hopefully there's no like, oh God, I, you know, like you, once you know a little bit more about, I call it a sport because bodybuilding is like you get addicted to the gains, which is a good thing. But I think sometimes like the peace of mind of the beginner's mindset is the most beautiful part of it. Like your little baby toddler, like learning how to work them kettlebells. It's adorable when I look at the 16 pound kettlebell now that I was so afraid of before. You know, I remember when I was first learning to do swings, kettlebell swings in the gym, I was like, oh God, what if I drop it? What if I lose it? What if I whack somebody with it? I've never whacked anybody with it. I've never hurt myself with it. One time I let it go and it went towards a window 
it didn't break anything, but I, I have not hurt anyone or myself to date. So like the beginner's mindset, there's a certain element of fear that's there that I had. And I think that that's okay. If it doesn't scare you, it's not fucking worth it. Or at least that's the way it's been in my journey with like fitness wise. I started out very much wanting to switch it up. Like being a dancer, like ballerina, gymnast, cheerleader, my legs were always my strength, but I had some chicken arms. There was absolutely no strength to it. And the biggest goal I wanted was a pull-up. I always got made fun of in high school or middle school or whenever they do this like pull-up challenges because I couldn't even, oh my God, there was no, there, it wouldn't happen. Not at all. Not unless somebody lifted me up to that bar. And that was what I wanted. Like side note, a lot of these lifts that you see people do in the gym, they think that they look real cool. They like they look fancy or whatever. But some of the hardest stuff, at least for me, to do in the gym is like the basics, if you will. But there ain't nothing basic about doing a pull-up. Let me tell you, pulling up your own body weight, whoo, it ain't easy. But it seems as though the things that are the hardest in the gym are the most rewarding because you have to stay at it every day. That's what the beauty about being at the beginning is. And let me just tell you a little trick about being in the gym. Do you always have to go back to that beginner's mindset in some way, shape, or form? Because if you don't use it, you lose it. You know, like if you start training your butt maybe instead of upper body all of the time because you want to get that peach back there, you're going to lose a little bit of your upper body strength. And I'm not saying overnight, but kind of. Because let's say it took me a year to be able to get that pull-up. Working out with Nathan, my old trainer, two days a week. Working and, you know, to the point of failure, all those body parts it takes to get a pull-up. It's not just like your arms. It's actually more your back, your shoulders, your lats, or whatever. But I got pregnant and... You know, I obviously couldn't be doing pull-ups at that point. And you're pregnant for 10 months, right? Six weeks before you can go back to the gym. Just best believe I was back up in there in six weeks. Couldn't do one to save my life. And before I got pregnant, I was so proud of the fact that I was doing like one, two, three of them weighted. Like I was like, damn, I am strong. And it was gone. I was crying in the gym. You know that movie that was like, there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in the gym. Well, for me it was because it was such a kick in the gut. But I had to start my beginner's mindset over. I forget where I saw this, and I don't know who said this quote, but it was like a gym or a fitness journey is like setting a goal that you never achieve, and it's true. Because you're always, and that sounds like, well, that's shitty, Riley. Why would I start then? Well, because it's it's so rewarding, the chase, because when you hit those milestones, then you want another one. But yet you got to keep up with those milestones. It's almost like building a skyscraper. You stack on and you stack on and you learn more skills and you get more endurance and that muscle comes. All of a sudden you see that little tiny baby ab popping out and you're like, woo, what the fuck is that? You know, or you'll hit a PR on your deadlifts and it's the greatest feeling because it's you against you and you don't have anybody else to blame. And every time you learn something new, it's that beginner's mindset. 
I mean, I love me some kettlebells. I love flinging them things around. It's my favorite thing in the world to go pick up a bell that's probably about as big as my torso and watch other people in the gym like, what? She's going to swing that? And not because it's like a show-off moment, but it's like, yes, I worked for this. And the others in the gym that are also working for it know what a feat that is to pick that boulder up and swing it. But it all started with the beginner's mindset. Like I don't think I, I like I don't know why people are always so afraid of the beginning. Because the alternative is the end, right? I just always tell people when they ask me, like, how do I start? I'm like, you need to set small goals, baby steps. You've never been to the gym before in your life. You're legit like a toddler learning to walk. They wobble all over the fucking place. And they're not gonna like do a marathon in a day. So it's sort of like the advice I say is like set your small goals in the way of like, okay, today I am going to work out three days a week. I am going to do these five exercises, you know, three sets of 15 reps or three sets of 10 reps. And I will do at least that. You know, I don't pretend to be a trainer in the idea that I could ever teach people how to be in the gym because I think that's dangerous because there's a lot of mechanics and a lot of education that goes into being a good trainer. My husband's a strength coach, so I've had firsthand experience with him and the other trainers that I've had sport and health that have been amazing. So I would never want to like, like give you the guidance in that way, but I can give you the guidance in the mindset area. It's just in the beginning It's you and you, and it's you taking those first steps. And when you look back on where the starting line was to where you are, you're like, whoa. And it's a slow climb. I'm not going to lie. You know, when I got my pull-up back, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I literally accosted some random person in the gym, and I was like, hey, I'm postpartum, which was (laughs) – And I just got my pull-up back and you video it. And he smiled and he was like, congratulations, you know? Because, again, he knew what that feat was. He appreciated that beginner's mindset that I had to embrace all over again. And I think this is probably the same for anything that you do jump into that's new and scary, that you're at the beginning again. I'm going to tell you, like, gym life is life. And for so many more reasons than just I'm proud of the bootay that I have grown because back in the day when I was about 106 sick pounds that I told you, Lord, I was the only Puerto Rican in my family that had nothing back there. My sister, you can set a cup on it. Me, (laughs) pancake was was kind. Um, (laughs) But I just feel like you should just take the step if you want to. In anything, right? But since people have always been asking me about how I got into the gym, how did I start, where to start, you just start. And don't be afraid to, like, ask people around the gym. Like, some guy the other day came up to me and asked me about my form on when I was doing these bent-over rows. Because I was doing it in a different manner that worked more the upper body than the low, the upper back than the lower back. Um, you'd have to ask my my whoop, he's my husband now. My husband, Marshall, on which particular exercise it was because I'm not the most savvy with some of the per- terminology. Again, I told you I'm not the trainer. Anyway, he asked me about form, and I was like, oh my god! It was like a badge of honor or something that somebody was saying, hey, your form's really good. Can I 
learn that from you. So, and I was like, yeah, of course. He's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ask you. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm like, no, most of the time, granted there are the occasional douchers. Most of the time people are more than happy to help because they understand and know what that beginner's mindset feels like. Just do it y'all. I mean, I would absolutely highly recommend too. Like if you're serious into getting into weightlifting, please go consult a trainer or go consult somebody at the gym to get you started with form. I do not want you to hurt yourself. Many people are always like, oh yeah, I watch your videos and I do those exercises on my own. I'm like, you know, because yeah, some of them can be done on your own, I guess, without getting hurt, but some of them, oh God, you know, like, no, no, no. I don't want to be the reason that you hurt your back today or pull something. But definitely go like consult with people that like know what they're doing and ask, just get in there. You know, like I said, we we didn't come out this womb learning how to walk. Somebody taught us that. We learned that by watching. We learned that by doing. We learned that by taking baby steps with the beginner mindset. The beginner mindset is A-okay, my friends. <laughs> and I'm going to get off my soapbox now. Um, I really hope you guys liked this one. Uh, if you guys have anything you want to hear more of on Really Riley, more marriage, more kids stuff, more, you know, mental health things that I've been delving into lately, more things about fashion, more fitness stuff, whatever it is you want to hear, I want to know. So you can hit me up. The DMs are always open at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That's Facebook and Instagram. Twitter's Riley Couture 5, Snapchat's Radio Freakin', and TikTok is Riley Couture 7. Love you guys the longest. I really hope you have a good rest of your week, and I will talk to you on Friday with the Fave 5. Love you. It's really Riley.